Hey, what's up, guys? Olaf. Hello, baby. Oh, man, you were in Jersey's bat to bat to bat, Wendy. It? Too saucy. Falcons. Yeah. Jack Duval. Duval. He we'll broke world Jackson. records. No, the guy's, just, the guy's a monster. He's, so, it, so proud his of highlight him. reel is just phenomenal. Yes. I'm hoping yes. I'm hoping we can get a highlight reel from Newland Creatives with the with the interceptions and the runbacks with the high steps. Because you know the kid's a monster. Yes. For Jackson, us at least. Yes. Jacksonville, Florida is such a dope city. I agree. Um, there's so much culture that doesn't get really highlighted beach. enough. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's a beach. I love Jackson. And it gets cold. Like you get all four seasons. Yeah. Because yep. yeah. one from South killed. Florida doesn't. Yeah. And you will get. Killed. You will get murdered. Yeah. It's one of my runaway places. Like it's one of the places where if I just need a weekend, I just pop down there because it's. But you like the chaos. Flight. Like we feel at home in the chaos. Uh, there are some people that can go to Jacksonville. I'm, I'm mortified. <laughs> and would never go back. Would never, never leave that hotel. Because you there go to that mall. You go to that particular mall. Just go to the beach. Yeah. Just go to the beach. Again, like. I done been with Bigger, right, with the whole WR&R, Shout right? out to Bigger Rank. So with Bigger moving around, I done been to some, man, I done been to some places with Bigger, bro. God, bro, that I would never in my life thought I would ever go alone. Mm -hmm. If it weren't for music, I probably would have never gone. You'd have no reason and, to go. Because you have no reason to go. Exactly. At, when I get there, feel the most comfortable. Mm. Like, hey, I'm cool. I, you know, we hanging out and doing our, you know, and we leave. And then when you get back to the hotel, you're like, how did we do that one? We pulled that one off. You know what I mean? So and it goes back to what we were saying earlier. A lot of these people, OGs, didn't raise them the right way, bro. All the OGs that I knew, all the gangsters, when they pulled up, it, they was not killing nobody. They was smooth. They had some R&B bumping. They were the Ohio players, Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> these is all the, And these were people that were, when I was 14 and 15, they were 25, 26. I'm not talking about no 40-year-old pops. I'm talking about real players. Real blasting players don't yell. Blasting it. Real players don't yell. Real bosses Ooh, don't they do not. fuss. Mm -mm. They're not going to go back and forth with you. They love everybody, and they do that because they understand the value of life. These people don't understand the value of life, so they don't respect Because we were saying uh, right before we started, uh, <laughs> all it is is op-dead, op-dead, op-dead. So all you want to do is kill somebody, man. Every and video. they're saying how it happened. Making songs about it. They're smoking them, smoking their ops. That's the most disrespectful thing I've heard in my life. Now the thing is going to the cemetery and standing on the graves and taking pictures of it. Like, I don't know, bro. That's if you're willing to do that, then why not? Why not go? Just go crash out and try to wipe them all out, bro. I would say just go join the military. You that would give them a cause shit? worth fighting for, bro. It's a whole world of rebels without causes right now. Don't nobody want to die for nothing. They're ready to die. They, they, they'd rather don't nobody want to die for something. They'd rather die for nothing. That's why these kids are out here killing each other. Because it's it's. It's sad to say, but it was like it was presented to them. It's what w was packaged as success, being ruthless, being 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 a villain, being you know treacherous, being cutthroat. It's the only way to make it to the top is to be able to just do everybody in and whoever. And when you hear these stories, when you hear these documentaries, and these guys are sitting there and they're doing thirty-year bids, and they're talking about, well, I really didn't do anything wrong. You know, I went to, I went to jail because of what my brother did, and you're like, what? Serious? Like, and we have to be mindful, even if that's the truth, we have to be mindful of how we present that story because that story could be perceived by weak-minded individuals. And believe it or not, bro, we're creating a gang of weak-minded individuals. When I was 10 years old, bro, I was blessed to have a phone in my room, a cell phone, a computer with access to unadulterated making bombs, murder, sex, death, instructions on how to make drugs, Literally, right now, available for you at the at the stroke of a fingertip for any ten year old that knows how to spell, and we're part of the problem, bro. 
And we our, our OGs that raised us, like we kind of forgot about it, bro. I hate to say it. And and we got to do better with our kids, dude. We got I hate I don't want that to be a reoccurring theme with us because it's got to be a reoccurring theme with y'all because you got to want to do better. And it starts with the youth. Bigger Ranka says it all the time, bro. The reason he's so blessed is because he took care of his kids. And and if we take care of the kids, if we take care of our community, and believe it or not, bro, somebody that is 16 year old is my kid too. If they in this business rapping, absolutely. If there's a, a, you know, a 19 year old that just gets in the business and they want to start rapping and singing, that's part of my responsibility to help do them right. And I think that's why we do this. Yeah. Right. This is yeah. our. Start pay it forward. Yeah. Pay it back or whatever it is. I build a career and pay it forward. It really works. Yeah. I love it. I, hey, man, I, I'm a living testimony of it. You, the lights yes, stay you on. Are. Yes, you are. The lights stay on. So yes, they do. Mm. Facts. I don't know about the rest of these guys, you know. What motivates a Wendy Day, a Kingpin, a Ferrari? What motivates you guys to continue to pay it forward and Insanity. I think it was the way that I was raised. I get asked this a lot, so mm. I... It's not something I haven't thought about. For me, it's a pleasure center. I like helping people. It It's as selfish as it is altruistic because I really gain enjoyment from it. So when I'm doing something, I'm not doing it for the accolades. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the pleasure that that success brings me. Mm. And by success, I don't mean transactional success. I mean building an artist to be living their dream. That way, that's what keeps me going. And that's also why I've never stopped when I didn't get paid or someone attacked me or whatever. It That wasn't what I was in it for. I don't care about the accolades. I don't really care about the money. If I didn't need money, I wouldn't go get it. Mm-hmm. What motivates Kingpin? I want to be the prescription. I want to be who you have to see to come get better. I want to learn this business inside out. I want to learn what makes it operate. I want to learn who makes it operate. I want to learn their habits. I want to learn their birthdays. I want to learn their weaknesses, their strengths. I want to learn the DSPs, weaknesses and strengths. I want to learn timing. I want to learn. I want to be able to figure out the the, the rubrics of this mm. so that we could win. I, I love I love looking around when we accomplish a goal and seeing the people that started there with me. That's one of the most, ugh, if you guys knew how orgasmic that was to me. To be able to look around and, and after we've accomplished something, to go to a, a Super Bowl weekend and I have the Bad News Bears, four ragtag group, the most odd looking group of individuals. And then four days later to hear a major label still has 8,000 posters left over because we shitted on them. I love that feeling. I love that. To me, helping people, to me, helping, that's the real power. It is. The flex is not in, in, in what I've done. The flex is what, what I can help you do. Mm. I've it. done it already. What was the flex in that? I'm here. I'm no That's bigger, it. no better, no faster, no stronger. That's but it. can I help you do it? Can I drag you over here with me? Can I bring you over here with me? And show you how to do it so, so that you can keep doing come it on. when you're gone. So I just, I don't know, bro. I like, if I'm cool with you, I don't want you to do things wrong. It bothers me, bro. Even if I'm not cool with you, I don't want to see you do shit wrong. Because that's disrespectful to the game. Of course, yeah. It gives the, it gives the game a black eye. And yeah. on the flip side of that, you know, crash out. Do, do you. But if I'm cool with you and, and I notice you're doing something wrong, then I'm going to big brother you. Hey, check this out, bro. You could be doing this. Then after two or three times of that, then I'm at to just... Because it's like you, you either don't respect what I'm saying or you don't want to hear what I'm saying. Or and you I'm don't want to do it. Or I'm trying, I'm trying to help you. Helping yeah. you helps me. 
You being a bigger Ferrari Simmons only makes Kingpin better because Kingpin has access to Ferrari Simmons. Exactly. Kingpin has access to Wendy Day. Kingpin Why has access to Why don't more people Tony get Nick. that? Why don't people more? They want to be the boss. Can I tell y'all something? Then boss up. But I if go you're not on the a boss, road don't be a boss. with Wendy Day. I get out of the car. I grab her bags. You I do. go on the road with Bigger Rankin. We check into the hotel. I grab his bag. You do. We jump out of the Uber with Tony Neal. I grab his DJ bag. I, I'm a fucking boss. But I know my role and I play it to the best of my fucking ability. And you guys should do the same. Yep. It might help you get a little bit further in life. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and yeah, same thing. I Sometimes I look to both of you guys for tutelage. But uh, question. I look to you for it. It's not a one-way street. Like yeah, You give so much value. Yeah. You do as well. So uh, majority of my career, I'm in front of the camera, right? I'm talking to people. You two are now in front of the camera. <laughs> it's not and really it what you like. You hate it. <laughs> and it sucks. I appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah. But how does it feel now? And I hate this for this episode to be kind of more of an interview type, but how does it feel now to be more so in front of the camera? Because before you guys were always behind the scenes. People heard about you. But now you're on the platform where people get to see you. And it has brought a lot of attention in a lot of Every different ways. Every part of the globe that I've been in, somebody's walked up to us since we've done the show. I wouldn't care where I'm at. I, literally. I leave the house one time. Somebody's going to honk the horn. Somebody's going to walk up. At Chuck E. Cheese, I was there with my kids' birthdays. The dude was like, bro, I love the podcast. I'm like, pizza, birthday cake? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I love the podcast. And I'm like, bro, I thank you. And then he comes back again. He's like, bro, I really love the podcast. I'm like, bro, I really appreciate it. Like, thank you. <laughs> thank you more. You know what I mean? But, you know, I. I Look, the, I was, I'm showing y'all. I'm showing them a DM. I'm going to put the screenshot. To me, the, the, to me, the, the blessing in, in the down. whole cheat code thing and being able to do it is I've said it before and I'll say it again. I never wanted. I don't mind having a conversation with my friends. I never wanted to have a platform. <laughs> Awesome. I never wanted to have a platform where people, where people thought I was bitching. That was yesterday. I was, went to the mall. I love it. Oh, is that Ferrari Simmons? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I watched the cheat code one time for at ATL Psy. Man, you know Go what? Ahead, and I was telling my wife I was going to make a list. And next episode, I'm coming in with a shout out list because we have some coders that are like diehards. We just had one guy that caught my attention. Literally left a comment on every single episode, what he liked about it, what he loved. Every single one for the last five days, gone down every that's single awesome. episode from one until done. Yeah. And to see people doing that, that's the reward. But That's the value. Like it, What we share has more value to me than the discomfort I feel when people come up to me and approach me. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what I do. And so a, a lot of people, when they see me, they come up and ask me to deliver things I can't. And that's the hardest part for me, because if I could, I would. And I hate that. I hate when there's a misunderstanding and somebody comes up and they're talking to me for half an hour about how I can help them build their app or shoot their movie or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they're trying to do. And they don't really understand that I'm a hired gun and I can't help. There is no such thing as discovering talent. There is no such thing as free talent getting on and becoming the next Drake. That's not, that's not real. And that's the hardest part for me because I'm so recognized now that I went to a La Russell show in Santa Cruz and five different people came up to have conversations with me and I'm there trying to enjoy my like, friend I'm here for this, performing. Bro. I'm here for this. And and 
that's the hard part because they see it as their opportunity. So they see me, they, they thank me for what I've done, which is awesome. But then they pitch whatever they want from me. And of everyone that pitched me, I couldn't help one of them. So it's like, okay, now, now you're wasting your time and mine. And now we're both feeling bad because I can't help you. So I feel sad. You feel sad because you think that I'm cock blocking you from something. And it's, it's not fun. You're hating. It's not fun. You know, yeah, it's like, on Wendy it's like you're a hater. You don't want to help me. You could help me. You could bring this to Drake. I don't fucking know Drake. I've never spoken to Drake. And what are we going to do when we take it to Drake? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just hypothetically say Drake loves it. Now what? Now what? Now what? So so Drake is going to say, what's his name? What are we going to say? Ricky Bobby, Lil, Lil Schmo, uh, at 32 times underscore 9th Street Posse Gang, shoot him up, bang, bang. What, what are we going to say? He's going to listen to it. And then, oh, the, who's the producer? Well, then the song sound pretty good. Didn't y'all just see Quentin Miller just complaining about not getting no money for writing for Drake? Y'all just feel like, just here, give him some unprotected music from an unprotected artist, from an unbeat that I don't just give it all to him. Why? That's why can't nobody help you for free. Because they don't understand how it works. They can't help you for free. You have to, if you do have a song or a project or something that you want to get to Drake, don't you think you would want the business behind it protected and handled so that in case he does, then that's a long shot. That becomes you investing a whole bunch of resources into getting one person's opinion. Hmm. You should be trying to focus on the fans. You can't focus on the fans until you don't have the information, bro. We can go round and round and round and round and round and round and round, <laughs> bitch. It wouldn't matter if Leo Cohen, if Kevin Lyles, if Superstar J, Bigger Rankin, a uh, fly from TIG, the Tooth Fairy, Jesus, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, it, the were American Werewolf in London. It wouldn't matter who like your shit. Are the kids gonna listen to it, bro? Is somebody gonna buy it? Are they gonna? Do you have a do you fan have proof base, man? of concept? Is it already working? And it needs to be already working. Exactly. And I get so tired of saying that. So how am I dealing with the awareness people have when they see me now? I'm not. I hate it. I'll always hate it. It's getting worse. But the value that we're bringing and the people that we're helping outweighs my own personal discomfort. How you dealing with it, campaign? I'm, I'm looking forward to taking the show on the road. I want to go do the lives. I think that's the next step. I think we need to bring the show on the road. I think we need to bring it to people's faces and people's backyards. I think we need to set up. I think we need to give them, if they want to talk to Wendy Day, cool. This is how you do it. You don't just walk up to her and blurt out some shit. You follow the protocol. And we give people an opportunity. We I have them ask questions ahead of time. We have them make, you know, we pick a pitch, make a random a monopoly. Hey, there's going to be a link here where you guys can submit a pitch that we'll discuss live at your forum. But in your city, you got to be in the building. Mm. And these I'll, are the things that we I'll would look do to do. I'll do it, but I'd rather stick a fork in my own uh, eye. And, and I totally, re- and that's <laughs> why. Just to be clear. <laughs> that's why the cheat code is so amazing because for most people, you don't have time to take a 30-minute meeting. But for the cheat code, you make it your time to make a meeting and give exactly. people the information. And exactly. like when we, the recently, we just had an episode go up where we had to admit transparency. Hey, man, we fucked up the video. Y'all are growing with us. We're not podcasters. This is not a professional. Nobody owns us. Mm-mm. We own us. And the fact that we're people here, different genres, different fields, all same passion, same drive, and we're figuring this shit out, everybody in this room, that's a testament to us. Because guess what? I think we're at 42, 43 weeks of this shit. That's almost a fucking year of giving it to you guys back to fucking back. You feel me? And that has to matter Mm -hmm. for something, man. If it doesn't matter to you guys, it matters to us because there's not a lot of people that will be willing to sit there and tell you the same thing over and over and over again. And we do it gladly. 
And we don't rob them. And we don't charge them. Frisco. We do it for the Frisco, for the freedom. All right, question of the day. Dear Wendy Day, Mm -hmm. I'm an artist assigned to a label full of other artists. Ooh. How do (laughs) I make myself a priority at that particular label, especially if this particular label has a favorable artist at the moment? The favorable artist is the one that that makes the money. Let's just be real. Correct. So that means somebody's doing better than you. I'm sorry, was that the end of the question? that was the end of the question. The best thing you can do is build relationships at the label. Let me just use Universal for as an example. So Universal has Drake, who's doing well, very well. They have Taylor Swift, who's doing well. They have Post Malone, who's doing really well. So how do you stand out? You go up there, you make friends with folks, you bring lunch to the teams, you spend time with them. It's a relationship. So you put the time in. The more time you put in to a relationship, the stronger it's going to get, any kind of relationship. So if you want a relationship with Universal, your label, you're going to have to go get it. You're going to actually have to put in the effort, the energy, and the time, and it's got to be authentic. You can't just be up there looking like you're trying to get something out of them. And you have to make really great music and it has to make money because if you're not making the company money, there's no reason for them to embrace you. It's a business. Kingpin thoughts? Um, you know, I think you got to be creative and I think you always got to find a way to create. I think you got to record videos and I think you got to make music. And I think as an artist, when you get signed to a label, you get signed the young money, you get signed the cash money. That's, that's their, they're giving you the logo. It's up to you to move that logo through those rooms. And like when he said relationships, are the DJs that you're interacting with, are they calling the CEO saying, man, I seen your boy. He was in here last night going crazy when I played the record. Are, are, every time the CEO opens the Instagram or opens Facebook or opens TikTok, are they seeing you on there in the studio with an with a, with a in-studio video? Are they seeing you doing something relative? If the answer is no, then why should they make you a focus? You're not making you a focus. If you made you a focus and you worked on improving what you had to do for your benefit, then there'd be no way that anybody at the label or anybody in in your field can block you because motion can't be stopped, bro. You can't stop a fucking train, my guy. Exactly. Motion cannot be stopped. If you ain't got no motion, all a bitch got to do is put their hand on your head, bro, and you can swing to you, but run full speed. (laughs) And that's what we guys got to do. It gets harder, right? (laughs) So these guys got to have motion, and that's how you do it, man. You want to stand out more than the others? When are the guys coming to the studio? Are they in the studio all night? Then you need to transfer and don't need to be in there all night. You need to get you with the engineer and be in there all day. Outwork when they're everybody. out there all night, then you take your ass out there and you work when they're not doing that. And you find some time in the rest in between. Sleep when you can. Absolutely. Jail. Always, be, always be the good guy. Don't ever be the bad guy. Outwork everybody and do what the label staff asks of you. Accept the fact that they've been doing this longer than you. They know what they're doing. So if they ask something of you, do it. Whether you agree, don't do anything that's going to hurt yourself and don't dance in a little pink tutu. But if they're asking you to do something and show up, show up and do it and give it 100%. Let them know that you're the one they can depend on. Let them know that you're always going to be there. And when opportunities come up, they go to the artist that is the easiest to work with, that's going to make the most money, and that they like the most. We're all human at the end of the day. I do have favorite clients. I admit it fully. 
opportunity goes to the people that are the easiest to work with and the ones that we like the best. It's just human nature. Mm. Yeah. Cheat if Koda. Get a mug. Cheat code. Sweater. <laughs>